Association want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and E&O insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, advanced healthcare directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Me Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, Stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. Welcome, Angry Fable. Today on Nerd Sports 123, we're going to talk about the Hawaiian bed race. That's right. Johnny brought it up Friday, and I kind of, uh, <laughs> no. fucking little fans. Your uh, hands look different today. Industrial accident? Yes. Plus, now when I take a piss, my dick looks really big. Really huge. Really huge. Oh, and by the way, all the episodes are on Amazon Music now. So if you want to take a look and listen to that. And we're 60 subscribers short of being monetized on Spotify. So share, like, freaking hold people at gunpoint, bitches. Tell your neighbors. Hold your neighbors at gunpoint. Yeah. It's an, it literally strongly encouraged taking your neighbors hostage and forcing them to listen. We endorse that heartily. We endorse violence. Yes. Yes. I, I wake up and choose violence every, every could day. You could you imagine? We, we had. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, here. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. Go ahead, David. I'm sorry. Could you imagine sponsoring a raid? They're kicking the door and they scream out our uh, production no- name. <laughs> this is from Amy Reed Production. Blue, 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 blue. Right. This is this by is brought to you by uh, Angry Me Production. <laughs> I would fucking totally sponsor. No, more. It is brought to you by Angry Me Production. <laughs> I'll totally sponsor that. They killed the dog. Oh, Ooh, oh. No, we didn't tell you that. We just don't. We, we just won't like do the ATF or the FBI. We'll do actual, you know, police <laughs> local departments only. <laughs> <laughs> 
you got to stay local. You got to support local. All right, so, so our sponsor, <laughs> my wife, she, she had this guy, this veteran comes over to the house uh, about half an hour ago to, to have something notarized. And, uh, you know, so he kind of, I let him in, he's standing there and my wife sits down she's like, you know, you've got your ID and everything like that. And she's doing the whole logbook deal. And he's like, so who was in the 82nd? And I'm looking at him because I know he saw my sign out front of the door. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I meant, I meant the 101st. I said, that would be me. There we go. Fucking 82nd with your trailer park trash having ass. I'm just <laughs> shit. He's like, what was your MOS? I was like 11 Hotel. Basically 11 Bravo. He goes, yeah, I was like 13 Foxtrot. And it was everything in my power to not yell out Pogue. You know, like I had the vision from from gold member when you were he's like mole. 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 nice to meet your mole <laughs> i'm sitting there thinking yeah i woke up and chose violence this morning Pogue! Yeah. <laughs> we're not supposed to say Pogue, but there's a bleeding Pogue waking me in the face there's a Pogue. where's the bait oh god oh Oh, you didn't watch that video, did you, Johnny, that I sent you from YouTube? Which one? The one from YouTube. Do you like, have your- any idea how little that narrows it down? Yeah, it actually does, because I don't message him like, hold on, Dave. Give me just a minute. But sake. it actually does narrow it down, because I don't send any. I don't send that much stuff. Are we talking but, uh, about Evan's Golden Bean? Yes. My question, Dave, does Evan flick the uh, golden bean? I don't know. You'd have to ask. Does he, Chris? Every day. Oh, okay. Every day. Early and often. Well, that would explain why it looks like he doesn't have to shave. (laughs) (laughs) But that was actually a pretty funny video. How you describe the reason why he has uh, the name of Circus Bears for the coffee? Because there's an actual guy named Circus Bear. <laughs> I would actually want to want to meet that guy now. Dude, the bag design for the this month's ECS is actually pretty cool. I seen. I it. still want. I still want. Kitty litter. No, no. I, I still want. I still want the flavor that that David and I proposed to y'all. Yeah, kitty litter. Like year, no, years ago when we first met, Mister Jacka. At the uh the the the, the visit in Wichita Falls. Oh, the cream pie. The cream pie. Yes. And we said, and I even suggested the the, the bag <laughs> art would be a coffee bean that's dripping. <laughs> that's anyway. actually a really good idea. And that's exactly what you said the first time. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're the kinder, gentler black rifle coffee now. Yeah. And then call it a Boston cream pie. Ooh. You know what? We need to do that shirt. Oh, yeah. We need to just, just we, start That would be, be our first uh, official uh, shirt for the uh, pod- <laughs> Well, second official for- shirt for the podcast. Cream pie friendly. Yeah. Well, no, because if we did any take on cream pie, 
Well, see, actually, you know what, Dave? I think you hit on something inadvertently. God bless your your just simple mind. Buffoonery. No, your intelligent buffoonery. You talk about a a cream pie shirt. Yeah. If Black Rifle does a cream pie flavor uh, of coffee, even if it's just an ECS, <laughs> we have to, we have to for every bag sold, we get like twenty cents. I'd take it. Yeah, I mean, twenty kind of cents out of every bag. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at look at uh, what's his name, uh, Steve Jobs when he was alive. He only made like five bucks for each iPod sold. Well, it only costs like twenty five to get <laughs> built. Yeah, I'm just saying. But anyways, um, yeah. So I don't want to say that the season is over for the Boston Red Sox, but apparently the Astros decided to go to Boston and uh, kind of put a heart on them yesterday to include Jose Altuve hitting. No, there's no bad touch, Bob. There's no, there's no bad touch, Bob. Are you, David, are you sad? It would be bad touch, Bob, if I was on the bandwagon and, and uh, of delusion and saying that the Red Sox were going to go all the way this year. It would be like listening to a majority of Texas Rangers fans who have been a Rangers fan you know since 2010 going, this year is our year. It's you know like what? listening to Cubs fans every year yes. until 2016 when they were actually right going, this is our year. But I or did not say that. Basically. That was rude. That was no, 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 no. I said a majority. Oh. So mm, I'm talking about a majority of the fans. And then I further clarified that they were fans since 2010. I'm just putting that out there, Chris, but you know, Hey, I get it. You've been under a lot of stress lately. You've been working long hours. Listen. I understand that you may or may not have heard everything that was said. Listen, still because like most D fours, you're shamming. All the way through the five paragraph operations order. It's five paragraphs, dude. I'm telling you. I just skimmed the first three. I mean, it's like usually the first two. The cliff you don't notes. have to really. That's what we send the lieutenant for. Just give us the cliff notes. Give us the pertinent <laughs> information so that way we know what we need. Two. Really, if you skim that last one, you read the last one. You skim the fur the 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 middle paragraph, skim a little bit, and then you actually read the last one. You, know, mm -hmm. you got all the, the pertinent stuff. Yeah, I mean, just, at that point, you're ready for the frag orders, right? I mean, you're not wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Now, like I was saying, David, there would be a bad read. There would be a a need, a necessity, an imperative desire for you to pull out the uh, bad touch, Bob. Yes, pun intended, because he is sitting on your wall, not mine. If I was from be the beginning of the season going, I feel hopeful for the Red Sox this year. But not once have I said that. Not I a single time. Yes, you you have been very consistent. You've been, you've actually been actually kind very of consistent in your uh, lack of hope for your beloved. But even starting the season, you're like, now. That being said, I still do I still do enjoy the occasional beatdown that the Red Sox are capable of handing out. <laughs> Case in point, when I went to the game at the very last minute last week on Thursday, um, thank you to uh, vettix.org. If you have not uh, registered for an account on vettix.org, that's V-E-T-T-I-X.org, 
and you're a veteran, I would highly suggest that you do so because there are a lot of great events that are offered through that website. Um, it came yeah, up. Is that, is that how people give out tickets to veterans too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The third party vendors, they, they usually donate a, a lump sum of tickets to uh, that website and veterans can either register for a lottery or they can uh, claim them outright. You know, they can claim them outright. And now like the four uh, armed forces bowls that I had gone to for army played and won, And then the one where I gave my tickets to David for him and his dad to go enjoy when air force went and played. Yeah. Uh, those were all acquired through vettix.org. Um, I've gone to, this is the first major league baseball game that I went to. I went to opening kickoff weekend last year for the NFL uh, because of that text. Um, but uh, I got, t- I got three tickets for Minute Maid Park last Thursday. So we went so that way I can actually watch my Red Sox play in person. And um, just, I'm just putting this out there. They are two and zero since I've had my wedding ring on and I've seen them play live. Okay. So we get there get to our seats. They're in the nosebleeds. I got a bad knee. Thank God Minute Maid's got escalators. I'm not walking all the way up to row 21. So I just parked my happy ass right there. Row one of section 401 or 407 and watch the first pitch. And then immediately the second pitch, Alex Verdugo leads off the game with a home run. And I'm like, here we go. And it was just all downhill from there for the, for the Astros and their fans. Um, to, to the point where when the Astros finally scored their first run in the third inning after it was already nine to nothing, you heard a legitimate Texas-sized Bronx cheer. <laughs> right? Absolute um, By the time the ninth inning rolled around, it was already 13 to one. Now the Astros exercised their option to use a position player to pitch which according to the new major league baseball rules, you have to either be ahead or trailing by 10 runs to qualify for that. They stuck Martin Maldonado, their regular everyday catcher onto the mound. This dude is throwing 35 mile an hour lobbers in there. I think he hit 53 at one point. Love it. And the Red Sox hung another four runs on him. (laughs) I'm just like, at the end of the day, it was 17 to one. I mean, I, Astro fans, it was like a mat, it was a mass exodus. And I think that the only reason why the traffic was not horrible leaving Minute Maid Park was because there was a lot of the fans had already gone home by the fifth inning. I can believe that. You know, now granted, this was a getaway game and it was first pitch, it was like 110 in the afternoon. It was glorious, dude. I mean, afternoon baseball, day drinking, hot dogs. I mean, dude, Thursday was a fun day. Um, you know, usually at MLB parks, usually it's after the third inning is over. You're free to kind of roam around the park. And if you can find an empty seat that has not been claimed or the people have gotten up and left for the day, you can kind of claim their seats as long as the ushers are cool with it, right? Dude, we made our way um, to the Crawford boxes for about an inning and a half. Those are nice seats, by the way. And then we made our way to the foul pole in left field. And then we moved one section over. And before the end of the game, I was sitting in the corner, almost on the field, right there in left field. <laughs> Damn. Great, dude. I mean, I, I walked over <clears throat> and 
you know, my wife and her sister was like, well, we're just going to go to the pro shop. Cause I mean, really there's no point in staying. And I was like, okay. And, uh, I was like, I'm going to stay and I'm going to watch the rest of the game. I mean, granted it was only, it was the, it was the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. I walked, I, I got up out of our seat or out of my seat and I walked down like an additional six rows and the security guard or the usher standing there. And I said, are you going to bust my chat, my, my chops for half an inning? And he goes, no, nah, man, just go ahead and sit. I don't give a crap at this point. Broken. I'm wearing my Boston gear. I've got my Jersey on. I've got my hat. You know, I'm got, I got my glove. Cause I mean, damn it. I, I'm, I am bound to determine to catch a foul ball or a foul yeah. ball. Right. And, uh, you know, you got all these other Red Sox fans that are there because, you know, Red Sox Nation travels very well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're just kind of laughing because, I mean, like when Maldonado came out to pitch, I mean, it was, I mean, it was you know, I mean, it, when he threw his first strike, people went ecstatic, right? And it, I mean, because position players, they, they always joke and, and it's like a dream. It's almost like a wet dream for them when they they get the opportunity to get onto the mound and actually throw a pitch because then that, that, that qualifies them for an entirely different category in the baseball encyclopedia, mm-hmm. right? They can add that, that stat line to, to their career stat. When Martin Maldonado induced his first fly ball out, he motioned for the outfielders to throw the ball into the dugout so he could keep his first recorded out. And they verified the ball with one of the you know, MLB holograms and stuck it in a, stuck it in his cubby hole for him to take home with him. I mean, uh, that's amazing. Dude, <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, "Wow, dude. Okay, that's okay. That's that's pretty awesome." But, um, you know, I, I love going to Minute Maid Park. It's not so much the fact that I like watching the Astros play. I mean, I do like watching the Astros play when they're playing the Yankees because. They seem to be one of the more or less like baseball. I mean, you well, I, be- do. I do, but you know, it, and here's the thing too, because it's like I, I've been to several parks now, uh-huh. and uh, and it's not because it's the Rangers ballpark, right? I, I I miss the old you know ballpark in Arlington, you know, the open air one that oh, was yeah, yeah, one yeah. year old before they decided to replace it with the lunchbox. Look, Globe Life Field has got to be one of the most rich stadiums with, I mean, as far as obstructed view seats are concerned, I just don't care for that park. It's like they tried to be so much like Minute Maid that they out Minute Maid, Minute Maid. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Minute Maid's got natural grass growing in it. It is a honest-to-God baseball field. Globe Life Park, not so much. It's or Global Life Field, rather. It's not so much. It's got turf. And I'm like, ah, come on, man. Did you guys just, just not want to pay the groundskeepers? I mean, they still got to get out there and with the with the spinny brushes, and they gotta, you know, they gotta brush the lines in into the into the turf, and they gotta still take care of the warning track. Why not make them low? I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. But anyways, so you just right. lose some of the heart and soul with it. Yeah, you know what I find funny is that I've got MLB.com up on up on the screen. I'm going to show you guys what I'm looking at here. Hold on just a second here. Okay. Um, let's see. Window and that. Okay. All right, David, as soon as you, you know, approve it. There, guy. 
Do I need to pull it over? Because it's on. Yeah. There we go. Look what is on the banner of the MLB's website. There's a new CBD, <laughs> CBD in town. The official CBD of Major League Baseball. Now, you know good damn and well that if any of the players actually used that product and came hot on the test and tested positive for CBD, they would be suspended. No, it, it doesn't. You don't test hot for CBD. Well, you, the, it, reason why, the only it, reason why you would actually test hot is if it has too much uh, THC in it. Nowadays, they, but I mean, even the stuff that they, that they that they advertise as being THC free has THC in it. That's small amount, but yes. But I mean, there's stuff that's that over the counter that cold medicine by. that is on the banned substances list. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the point that I was getting at is like, all right, so we've got a Shoei Otani lookalike here, right? <laughs> and they're talking about giving you energy to root, root, root for the home team. It's the official CBD of Major League Baseball. And just like that, that's fucking hilarious. So we're going to take a look at the standings here real quick, and we're going to do this all together here. You know, Yeah. Technology. Um, as everybody can see, the Baltimore Orioles, it's their division to lose at this point. They got a two-and-a-half game lead over Tampa Bay. Um, Boston's lost their last two. Uh, but there's still – I mean, dude, there's still six games above 500. I'm happy about that. Long so, like beating the Yankees. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> four <laughs> – they're 11 games out. I don't want to say that they're mathematically eliminated because they're not, but realistically, but they are. <laughs> they're, they're done. It's, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> it's like if they also did away with the American League Central Division right here, dude, I'm telling you, the American League Central Division, if it was broken up and put into the two other divisions like they used to have back in the 90s, you know, you had the American League West and the East. None of those teams would make the playoffs. No, not even Minnesota. No, you wouldn't even be talking wild card. Right? No, not even a wild card. Um, and then, uh, and then, in a surprise turn of events, Seattle came out of virtually nowhere. I mean, they're on a four-game winning streak right now, um, but they're actually a game ahead of Texas and Houston. So, I mean, it, 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 actually, no, uh, oh, no Houston's Houston's two games back. back. Yeah. yeah, Houston's two games back. Um, Okay, that's the reason. Actually, why you know what? No, that's a virtual tie. Now, what's going to yeah, be? No, they they have Houston has two losses more than actual Seattle. Right, but look at their winning percentage. It's like literally point zero one apart. I mean, that's a virtual tie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're talking. Oh, yeah, we're technical. talking a third of an inning of a difference here. Yeah. I mean, it's what it basically amounts to. So what we're looking at is is the you know the, the Astros have a very important series coming up against the Rangers in Arlington i believe it's next week or the weekend or it's next weekend i believe but not this coming weekend but next weekend um no it is next week anyways so that's going to be an important series for them they're going to have to beat taxes head to head if they have any chance of maintaining the pace with the Seattle with the Seattle Mariners now, the fact that the Seattle Mariners are at this point now contending for a division title, it's kind of remarkable considering that 
the Seattle Mariners are literally the most traveled team in the majors right now um, because they have their, they have literally the entire Northwest market to themselves. There's no other teams. I mean, they've got a state of separation at a minimum, a state of separation anywhere that in anywhere that they look in mm-hmm. any one of the four Cardinal directions. It's a state of separation because there's no major league teams in uh, Oregon. And everything in California is in Southern California. So, you know, the, I mean, the closest thing that they're going to be, you know, contending with is when Oakland moves to Las Vegas. And that's it. Yeah. But every, I mean, if they want to go on the road, they can't, just, they can't just hop on the I-5 and just take off down the road. No, they they have to fly literally everywhere. And they spend more time in the air than every other team in the majors combined. Is that Vegas uh, uh, A's finalized, or is it still like maybe? I believe it is finalized. Um, Let me see here. Actually, you know, yeah, look that up. I believe it was, but uh, still far and away the uh, the the Atlanta Braves are leading the world in winning percentage at six fifty four. Their division pretty much locked up at this point. They got twelve and a half game lead. Um. The Dodgers, yeah, the Dodgers are sixteen, six or six twenty-three, um, eighty-one and forty-nine. So it, they've locked that division up. It's not that they've had to worry about San Diego for a while because San Diego, San Diego is quite possibly the biggest disappointment. Yes, yeah, so I mean, look at that. I mean, they, I mean, dude, they're freaking four and six in their last 10 they're 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 at 62 and 70 that is six no that's eight games below 500 and they've got the third largest payroll in major league baseball yep i'm just sitting there going yeah it's it's actually expect that 374 out of colorado i mean you expect it right so it's like literally nobody is surprised. The A's are what are they thirty games behind right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually no, they're uh, they're they're twenty twenty six games below five hundred. They're thirty eight and ninety four. Yep. Um, yeah, they're just, actually, uh, they're just putting in. Oh, the you're right. Ground. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's like let's see here. No, no they're fifty six games. Lord. Below. 37 and I just I just saw the 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 the. Uh, Scoring for the Oakland A's. God, Lord. But it, now, if we're starting to talk about the wild card race, I mean, you've got the three division leaders, obviously. They they don't have to worry about the wild card. But the wild card team itself. Um, now, Bay. remember, I told you, David, that that Texas and, and Houston are in a virtual tie. When you look at the wild card standings, they are virtually tied. Yeah, they're, they're okay. not. I mean, they both occupy the second slot. Yep. Okay. Now, if they stay that way uh, after the last game of the season, regular season, the tiebreaker goes to the head-to-head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At one um, of their last, like that, actually, uh, Monday is when that that series starts with them. Yeah. How is New York third? That's gonna be very, very critical. Well, because despite. New York's best efforts to try to lock down the first overall overall draft pick for next year. 
Um, I mean, I can understand like the Oakland eight. How do you even Oakland A's being on there for the wild card? Well, no, because you have to, by default, you have to list every team in the American League. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. So the Yankees, dude, they're 11 games out of the third wild card spot. All right. That would require both Toronto and Boston to completely collapse between now and the end of the season. Okay. Likelihood of that happening, chances are zero because Toronto's too good of a team. And despite Boston's best efforts uh, to, to ruin it ruin it and and put people like me through the you know the emotional roller coaster of of the, of the year <laughs> they're only I mean, five I, games out I mean, right? i've seen, I've seen so the mathematically video. mathematically okay oakland at this point still not mathematically eliminated now as the days start by the end of the week oakland will more than likely be mathematically eliminated from post uh, okay. okay. Now, between now and the end of the season, Toronto and Boston, they're still going to play. A majority of, of Boston's uh, schedule between now and the end of the year, divisional rivals. Oh, okay. So we're still going to play New York, I think, one more time. Uh, Toronto and Baltimore and Tampa. So, I mean, there's a lot. So if Boston makes three games, they're actually going to be like tied for uh, Toronto. Okay, so here's the thing. All right, so think of it in terms of swing, right? If Boston and Toronto played each other, okay, and Boston took, say they played a three-game series, all right? Mm -hmm. Boston wins all three of those. That would put Boston a game and a half up over Toronto. Not only in the wild card standings, but in the divisional standings. Uh, okay. So if if you're playing and the people that are in front of you or uh, in the standings have a day off, if you win your game, you only move up half a game. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, but past that, there's not a lot of baseball news as far as. Um, Oh, yeah, and and the Yankees released Josh Donaldson. We kind of saw that coming. If you didn't see it coming, either you were really neck deep in the flavor aid or you you were neck deep off in Josh Donaldson's ass. So I'm just kind of putting that out there. I'm like, "Mm." Uh, I mean, in Josh Donaldson's heyday when he was with Toronto, the guy was good. Okay. Then he went to the Yankees, kind of fell off a little bit, reestablished himself as kind of the the douchebag of baseball. Tried to take that title away from Manny Machado. Didn't fare out too well for him. Um, now he's just kind of one of those under the radar players. Um, and I mean, he just kind of been, you know, he's just been floundering there in New York. Now they release him. Somebody will more than likely pick him up because. They need a veteran presence, okay? Um, now, you've seen it to where, you know, people like Ryan Brazier, he gets released from Boston. He goes out to the L.A. Dodgers, and now, dude, he's got 
I mean, he did have like a 186 ERA. And I think after this past uh, series with the Dodgers, he's got like a 386 uh, ERA, um, ERA. Or the, the Dodgers last series with the Red Sox when they went to Fenway this past weekend. But um, I, I think it's a change of venue. I think it's a change of scenery. Um, all in all, it's – oh, that's funny. Okay, so the Houston uh, uh, Red Sox game is about to start. The same pitching matchup that was uh, was prevalent Thursday when I went to the game which is J.P. France going for Houston versus Brian Balow of Boston. <laughs> so he can see another. We might be able to see another 18, you know, 17-run ass whipping. I'm not going to jinx it. I mean, love to see knock it. on wood. But, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'd hate to see it. I would yeah, absolutely I'd love to see it. it. I'd like to see it. Yes, I would absolutely love to see it. Um. Yeah, not a whole lot of baseball news. Um, oh, uh, Hugh Darvish is going to have to have Tommy John surgery if he ever wants to pitch again. But he's probably going to wait until after the season's over. So if he does that, look for him to either get a modified Tommy John, uh, uh, you know, a la Bryce, Har- or Bryce Harper. Um, so that way, you know, he, as soon as the season's over, he can go ahead and say, hey, I'm good. I'm going to go get cut. He go gets he gets his arm fixed, his elbow fixed, or whatever. Um, and you know, with some kind of like ancient Japanese secret kind of thing going on, he might be able to. Uh, and no, that was not a racist comment by any sort of the matter. So if you're you're listening and you're looking for reasons to to cancel the little guy, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, I'm gonna quote one of my favorite TikTokers. You can get fucked and stay fucked. Okay, there you go. Love that. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, 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 I think that if he gets it done immediately after the season's over, like no dicking around, he's on the operating yeah, table. Yeah, he, he, I he mean, he'll, he'll, he'll interview, next season comes up season ends on, on day one, on game one sixty two. exit interviews the next morning. Okay. Yeah. And at that point we can go, okay. Exit interviews are over. He actually goes and gets his, gets his pre-op done stu- uh, stuff done that afternoon. The next morning, he's on the table. Okay, yeah. he could theoretically be healed in time for opening day. Oh yeah, with an aggressive rehab. Right now, he may not start the season with the club. He may start the season in the minors, as far as like uh, rehab is concerned, or he might do in like an extended uh, spring training. But I think that'd be prudent. Just to make sure that he's back up to. Oh yeah, I mean, so there's no use in there in, in there, you know, throwing him out there 30 times a year. If all he's going to do is reaggravate the injury. Yeah. So, you know, I personally like Shohei Otani. Um, I think that the Angels are wasting both his, him, and Mike Trout's careers by keeping them there, bottom, bottom feeding, you know, uh, team. But they enjoy playing together. And they really, I guess, don't seem to mind the market that much. So, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy watching Otani play, because um, you know, as when we all become old men and we're sitting back and we're talking to, you know, and, and David's actually able to have a coherent baseball discussion with us, we're going to look back on the on the career of Shohei Otani, and we're going to be glad that we got to watch him play. 
that's putting a lot of pressure on David. Well, yeah. figure it this way, David. You got 30 or 40 years to, to get it all together. That's that's, that's really, not enough. Really rushing it. Yeah, that is. Why would well, you do that? Follow the dopamine, dude, and just go for it. No. I mean, I'm sure no, that if he's going to follow the dopamine, he would end up doing what we were talking about before the show. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, we were discussing. Well, I'm not going to subscribe to his anal gaping page. No, 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 no. It was something totally different. No, that was, that was. I was thinking, okay, they have this. Okay. Again. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do this. They have a uh, Rhino. The, the, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds? Not yeah. vinyl Reynolds. Hear me out. Pod. You have a vinyl Reynolds on your wall. Yeah. They have the, <laughs> they have they have they have this uh pod thing that uh self murders you. We'll do it that way. Where, where where does Ryan Reynolds come into this? You can you can you can talk to Eli oh. and Batty about that shit. Cause that that's what how they describe that that because they're trying to do the whole halfway uh, decent podcast where for thirty minutes they don't say anything to where it gets some flag so they can keep monetized. That's where where I heard that. That's where it came from. Okay. Anyway, anyways, well that well, Switzerland made that pod to. Uh, do it, and it doesn't like 30 seconds, takes all the oxygen, it's a vacuum tube type thing. My idea was uh, put in an emergency stop switch for people that like to do uh, erotic asphyxiation. It wouldn't be emergency. I mean, that would be the whole point of it. The emergency... Wouldn't, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It, it, would be, it would be like a safety switch type deal. I mean, like it's a masturbation pod. He wants to make a masturbation pod. Let's yeah. let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, we're at the thirty-five minute mark, so we can say what the fuck's so we're doing. What I'm hearing, David, is that you want to reenact the opening, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 theme sequence, the opening theme sequence for the Legend of Bruce. Yes. Yep. Basically, I want to pull. I want to pull a David Carradine without actually pulling a David Carradine. Now, Chris, do you know what I'm talking about? The Legend of Bruce. No. Okay, it's it, it was a web series back in the day. Felicia Day is actually in it, right? Yes. So this guy, he gets drunk. He's in his apartment. He's playing the Legend of Zelda on his Nintendo. Then he thinks, and the fairy's kind of hot, so he starts asphyxiating himself with the controller cord while he's jerking off, and he passes out and wakes up in Hyrule. Dude, it's fucking classic. Like he walks into that first cave to get the. Why we don't cord. have uh, corded uh, controllers anymore? <laughs> right. So you know how in the Legend of Zelda, the first one, you walk into that cave and you get your wooden sword. Yeah. Okay, so he walks into that cave, and the wizard's like, "This is a great weapon," and he goes, "It's crap." He goes, "Fuck you! <laughs> I made that." <laughs> like the wizard starts cussing at him, dude. It's hilarious. He's like, "All right, all right man, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry." He goes, "No, give it back." He goes, "No, no, dude, you gave it to me. <laughs> I've got it on my Amazon account, dude. That's fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring a, um, a fire stick with us or with me uh, for for race weekend, and we can we can watch it in the hotel room, dude. It's oh hell yeah, amazing. Hell yeah. Um, so we're gonna move on to the NFL." <laughs> 
I want to so, I want to start out something on the NFL real quick on this one. Uh, by all means, please, Mr. Producer, go for it. The 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 Dallas Cowboys and Raiders game. The only reason why I I believe the only reason why it I actually was like it was thirty one to I think seventeen was it. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why is uh, Jerry Jones was letting going Will uh, Gardner. And he said, we're going to play you and let you start in this uh, preseason games. Basically, it, it was an audition for another team to show how badass he, he can be for that uh, for the next team that he's playing for. And he did just that. He busted his ass the entire game instead of actually going out and Oh, it's gonna be my last game. I'm just gonna to toss this fucking ball. Well, Turn is balling out. He balled out for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And there was also the whole Tom Brady is going into owner mode. You know, standing outside the Raiders locker room, telling him yeah, as they walked out onto the field, ruin their night. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And, and then, you know, Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons is complaining about Tom Brady and Tom Brady's like, no, you hit me way too much the last time we played. You don't get to say shit. <laughs> so, but the Steelers beat the Falcons 24 to nothing. That's no surprise. Uh, the Colts beat the Eagles. I was kind of shocked about that one. Glad to see it happen, but still shocking nonetheless. Yeah. And the Panthers lost to the Lions. So one kitty beat up on the other. <laughs> Usually have to pay extra for that, right? It's a grinding, scissoring motion. It, 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 no one's like winner or loser on that one. No, Dave. No, we all win. We all win on that. We all win. But yes, the game was a grind. <laughs> That's how you properly deliver that line, sir. Um, okay. Patriots lost big to the Titans, twenty-three. Right. Look for the Titans to kind of have Let's a halfway that. decent year. I mean, you know how they, they led their division for most of the year last year, and then they're like the last month of the season. They just kind of shut the bed. Kind of look for that to repeat maybe just a little bit. Mm. Um, the Chargers beat up on the 49ers. The Seahawks lost to the Packers. Okay. I'm, I mean, okay. I'm okay with that. Um, like, I've got a fucking choice in the matter. Uh, <laughs> the Cardinals lost. <laughs> You have they, 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 they eked out a one point victory against the 0 3 Minnesota Vikings. Skull. Anyway, I don't even know when you give the why. You, why I mean, some people actually matters, but that fucking uh, score win loss is going to be gone this weekend. So I know it's preseason. I, I, just, I don't really care. I, don't know when I mean, like the Cowboys can go undefeated during the preseason. Everybody's like, oh, it's going to be our year. We're going to the Super Bowl. And, I say, that that, and I say this as a fan of the Cowboys. Calm your tits, Acuna Yutatas, distress your breasts, and go find a working VHS copy of the last Super Bowl victory we had and just commiserate. Okay, just kind of putting that out there. And if, you, feel, find it, if, if you find it with the VHS copy, there are companies out there that will digitize it for you on DVD. I still think that you're rooting for the Cowboys because you're like in a, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, dangerous relationship. You have to blink every once in a while to show that, you know, you're safe. I'm the only Red Sox fan in a house full of Astro fans. <laughs> I got two shakes of a rat dick. <laughs> I, okay. He you think if you're okay, oh, you're not going to die, Johnny. 
I need I need those. I mean, two honestly, links. the yeah. only time I really care about football, I mean, as far as the NFL was concerned, was when Tom Brady was playing. That's true. I mean, really. Now that he's part owner of the Raiders, am I going to start rooting for the Raiders? No. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I I don't wait I don't wait on hands and knees at the at the trough of Tom Brady's teeth. I I just you know I'm not all that in on it. But now that he's not playing anymore, I don't really care. I mean, do I own a Cowboys jersey? Yeah. I also own an Army jersey. And I have, let me see, I think uh, I got Buccaneers jerseys. I have a Patriots jersey. I also have a Jackson Jaguars jersey. Now, granted, the Jaguars jersey is Tim Tebow's from the preseason a couple years ago. Mm. Still. My Patriots and Buccaneers, all three of them are Brady. I have a Vanden, uh, Vander, uh, uh, Vander Esch, uh, Light and Vander Esch jersey for, for the Cowboys. So, college football, I'll get into that. But as far as the pros are concerned, if it's a good play, sure, why not? But do I necessarily pull for one team more than the other? I guess by default, David, in a very roundabout, lighthearted, almost accidental manner, you might be just the tiniest bit correct that I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not Skip Bayless by any stretch of the imagination where I'm falling head over heels for Dak Prescott and his, you know, whimsical Mr. Toad's wild ride as he, you know, <laughs> takes us through the paces of yet another <laughs> lackluster season. Oh, that was extremely vivid and accurate. <laughs> so very accurate but by no stretch of the imagination am i a stephen a uh, stephen a smith where i take every opportunity to bash the cowboys because i do have a degree of respect for some of the players on that team yes now the one bright spot on the roster for the dallas cowboys this year that i am excited for is deuce vaughn because i really think i see i see flashes of of Dion of uh, Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith rolled into one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But moving on, the Chiefs squeaked out a one point victory against the Browns, 33 to 32, as everybody can see on the screen. Uh, the Bears lost to the Bills, 21 24. I would almost ask if the, if Chicago still has an NFL team. But then I remember people like, you know, Walter Payton, Brian Urlacher, Dick Buckus, which hands down my favorite football name ever. Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. Yeah. I mean, in Chicago now, they, they have that uh, uh, kind of uh, no shooting between the hours of 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So. Yes, because the gun control laws in the city of Chicago have worked for years, as we all know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Wonderful, safe, and, and yeah, just bring your kids, wander around, especially, I mean, especially at, like, Wicker Park. Oh, late, yeah. Late at night. Yeah. I mean, and, and I hear the Chicago deep dish pizza is great. I mean, the sauce on top. I mean, you, there, you only stand a very small, minuscule chance of dying of lead poisoning there. Yeah. I mean, so, do you hear about Justified, the new Justified series that came out? Yeah, City Primal. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple yeah, of yeah, those. Yeah. 
Well, no, no. There was actually uh, Timmy Othello was talking about when they were filming in, in, in that park, and they they a drive by happened. Yeah, well, I mean, they filmed it in Detroit. So. No, they filmed. It in I, I want to. No. We're not, not going to gloss over. You said well, they, it was it filmed like a scene in Chicago. No, we're not glossing over. Who did you say was in that show? Telling a photo. Oh, oh, who? Is it a Olafan? Olafan, yeah, yeah. I can get away with it because I No, we're not glossing that over. That that was egregious because that man is a national treasure. He is, and yes, I am sorry. Open the door. I'm retarded. Open the door. Jets, J E T S S S, Jets, Jets, Jets beat the New York Football Giants, thirty-two to twenty-four. Yeah, their new their new quarterback really uh, is working out. I mean, that young vile. Wait a minute, it was Aaron Rodgers. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> that young Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, <laughs> vile. You 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 switch teams that you're at for like years upon years and upon years, and you become young again. <laughs> and shoot me up with uh, stem cells, and boom, you're good. Is, is I'm that just trying to see how young and viral, you know, vile, go together. <laughs> vile, viral. Yeah, did I forget that I'm retarded. <laughs> no, we don't forget. forget that. We are reminded constantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, these shows, you know, the seven o'clock shows that we do, I'm pretty on, on, on point. These shows at five o'clock when I just wake up, fuck them. Fuck them every time. That sounded vaguely like an excuse. What's maximum? Uh, no, it's not an excuse. It's zero meters drill, Sergeant. Damn right. The Bengals beat the Redskins 19 to 21. No, if you're watching it on video, I did not misread that because we refuse to call the commanders the commanders. We call them the Redskins because why? There are now over 200,000 signatures on the petition to rename them the Washington Redskins. Many of them native. Many of them are native, yes. We've got the Ravens over the Buccaneers. Well, no, not over the Buccaneers. Over the, well, the Buccaneers over the Ravens. I'm reading the small screen instead of the the big screen over here, so I'm going to. Are you back catching shit? Yeah. Are you catching my retarded? I think you're extremely contagious, is what happened. I, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss <laughs> Lewinsky, not once. Okay. We were alone, but we we're never truly alone. I mean, would you blame me? Have you seen Hillary? Blue jobs don't count, right? Huh? <laughs> Blue jobs don't count, right? <laughs> I'm only one getting off, so it's more or less jerking, getting uh, a hand here, something like that. It's assisted masturbation. <laughs> yeah, it's assisted masturbation. <laughs> Use my throat as a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> The Buccaneers beat the Ravens 20 26 to 20. The Cats ate the fish 31 to 18. And the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Las Vegas Raiders 31 to 16. 31 to 16, not 31 to 17, David. See, Raider Nation, you should love David Dickerman. You should raise him up upon high, place him on the throne of the black hole. 
and name him your new king. He gave you an extra point. Might not make the points maker or point or the 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 bet betters in, in Vegas all that happy because now they've all of a sudden beat the spread. But I, I digress. All right. So the donkeys took it to the Rams. 41 to nothing. Man. That's Did the Rams even show up. Did Stetson well, three, so. show up and play his Okay, his, his version of Georgia football, only to realize that Georgia football is just a tiniest bit too slow for the NFL. It's like he's well, got. We had this last. We had this last. And your your pecker goes limp like a spaghetti noodle. That's what it's like to have Stetson Bennett the fourth playing quarterback for your team. <laughs> well, we had this pegged last year. How the Rams? Hey, hey, hey. phrasing. Are we still using phrasing? Is oh, phrasing still phrasing? Extremely using phrasing. What the fuck phrasing. Phrasing what? You have it? Oh, pegged. Okay, I got it. Anyways, <laughs> I'll bet you got it. <laughs> Pegging this last year. We're gonna get, we're gonna keep on going through that door. We're powering through the pegging. Yes, we're powering through the pegging with tears and 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 whatever else. Anyways, the team that broke for a flashlight, people. <laughs> the <laughs> I don't know why I got y'all together to do this podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's your fault. You did this. This is hundred and twenty-three episodes ago. You said, you know what, a sports show would actually be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the team that won the Super Bowl, the the L.A. Uh, Rams, when they actually that team had dispersed more or less, and we we said this last year, I was like that team is not going to be shit after after that Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I remember saying that. So that's just proof of the fact. Yeah, I mean, however, I mean, look at the record just for the preseason. Oh, good, sir. Two, yeah, two no, it's two Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Well, no, it's one Super Bowl ago. No. The new Super Bowl hasn't came up yet. See my logic? No. Mr. Producer, I'm going to need you to research Super Bowl winners. I'm not counting this year's Super Bowl because obviously this Super Bowl has not happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> See how the shoulders dropped in defeat. <laughs> Stunned silence. <laughs> He's like, no, I was trying to figure out which which one it was. Which year? Damn it, Kim, I'm a producer, not a participant in your conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> and the last score from this past weekend's preseason yeah, Super Bowl, it was Super Bowl 22 so it was last year's no so 22 22 oh yeah we're in 23 so it's one I, no. I'm right oh, Ooh, that's right whoa Super Bowl 22 that was last year was Super Bowl 57 no the year we we call it by the number of Super Bowls that there have been. So 
Yeah. Anyways, so it was only one Super Bowl. That Super Bowl, well, if you count the Super Bowl that they were in and the next year, two. Okay, I see what you got there. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been privy to a... David Logic? ...of the inner workings of David's mind and the horror that we go through on a daily basis in trying mm. to navigate that minefield. I mean, you're not wrong. Chris isn't just used to it. Johnny, he's getting there. Most of my friends around town, they're, they already like pegged it. They got their uh, seat coder ring and everything. I if I had one here, they, they, could actually... your, they pegged your ring? Is that what I heard? God damn it, fucking Chris. I mean, again, with the pegs. I'm just giving you, David, you, do, you do you, hey, brother. Backstage real quick, David. Or they do you, whatever. Is it a pe- It's not pegging when it's two dudes. Well, it depends if one's a unit. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. It does. using a strap on. <laughs> it is 2023, after all. He I mean, would it be considered a fleshing at that point? A fleshing. Are we bringing Wait. Colin on here right now? Yes. Okay. Fucking hell. Oh, what is up, dude? He's muted. Unmute yourself, son. Yes. There we go. Hey, Colin. Hey, don't talk with food in your mouth. Hold on a minute. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. You've just come in onto the tail end of David absolutely with no assistance from us thoroughly getting flabbergasted and embarrassing himself. It's not hard. So, okay. So Colin was at the very last Ryder Olhai rivalry game last thir- or last Friday. The where I got to say that my alumni Ryder High School Defeated our crosstown rivals, Wichita Falls High School, better known as Old High, 41 to 13. We took the overall series and we took the last 10 games. There will now be two, nay, three senior classes. No, it is two classes, two senior classes that will never know what it's like to beat Ryder. Old High has not won against Ryder for 10 years. Yeah, just said that. Thanks for participating in the conversation, bud. You didn't say that. Oh, I just did. I Did I not say we won the last 10? You did. In a, in, did. Yes. Just kind of putting that out there, bud. See, but something else, and then we brought this up in text message between the three of us, you, me, and, and, and Chris. Um, David and I were watching the game, sharing this. I was sharing my screen, and we were watching the game after we recorded an episode of Psychos and Sociopaths. And, uh, or are you going to call it the deep dive? No, I mean, you already posted it, so it's Psychos and Sociopaths, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, we got struck <clears throat> with a stroke of brilliance. That we should do that more often. Not necessarily watching a live sporting event, because that's how you get canceled. Mm-hmm. But... Finding movies that are now, their IPs are now public domain, 
and we host our own mystery science theater 3000-esque type show so if you tracks without all the talent yes without all the talent however um to that point uh we're going to ask for some uh, audience participation reach out to our youtube page um or facebook account instagram uh wherever it is that you like to uh, partake in the extracurriculars of uh, angry me production and uh, send us a message, whether or not you approve, you think that this is something that's a good idea. And while we're heavily considering doing it anyway, we will take your uh, your opinion into advisement. So I'm just Give us some suggestions, too, if there's any movies yeah. out there that you would like to see us uh, riff on. Yeah, give yeah. us some suggestions. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And this could be, this could be, for, I guess, lack of a better term, a crowdsourced show where, you know... We, we take viewer suggestions or uh, listener suggestions and we, <laughs> we do our best to, to make a cheesy movie even worse. I feel like, uh, I feel like we could possibly do that. I, I believe that we can. I have, do worse. I have I mean, no doubt in my military mind that, that we have <laughs> the, the capability to do such things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, our hours combined. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, look at that. How Turner, we had, what have you left us? Look at how much fun we had at the Elman Draft uh, Draft House uh, talking about that. It was like little skits from like old movies that nobody ever uh, pretty much watched or anything. Yeah, I, I'm. Well, I mean, I okay. Remember so, what, what skit? What what they were showing? It was some, wasn't it? An, an old Bollywood. Yeah, that was yeah. that, and they had like you know old movies that were or old movies from like the seventies and whatnot. Yeah, well, like okay, so we're gonna have to do our homework on this, obviously, because if if movies are not deemed public domain, like say Doctor Shivago, you know, yeah. Would those movies still be under studio jurisdiction? Would we have to ask for permission to do a type of show like that? Uh, you know what? Let's do our research on it. Yeah, um, David, you might have to spearhead that because um, well, IP is a little weird sometimes some some of the stuff goes into uh open air I mean, if, if the copyright had expired on them then no, it, it, it doesn't go the ip doesn't go to uh the the studio loses the copyright but the writer always gets the copyright it, it's it it's not true not true the not, original not, studio not, no the original studio that produced it's a wonderful life they let that copyright lapse and then AMC, i.e. Ted Turner went in and bought the copyright for it. Yes, you can do that. But most of the time after about 30 years, I think it's 30 years from the last time they did this. It, uh, it was back in like early 2000, late nineties. They wrote, it might've been 2008. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, what it is, is, 
the writers are allowed to uh, ha- uh, keep the IP if it actually uh, laps after it laps probably around about 35 years or 30 years. Right. If it laps up, the writers get to keep the IP and they can sell it. It, it the whole fucking Hollywood uh, copyright laws is fucking ridiculous and yeah, com- it really is. It really is. All right, so yeah, so all right, waiting on Chris to get back so that way I can do the introduction for Colin's segment. Okay. He needs to hurry up and he needs to shake it off and let's go. They. <laughs> that still irks me a little bit. Okay, what? That was an open-ended statement, David. You can't say that irks me a little bit and then just not. Well, I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking at com comments on YouTube, and if anybody comments on YouTube and it takes us fucking forever to get a hold of you or message you back or put something on there that lets you know that we we appreciate your comments on whatever you do on in our any of our stuff. YouTube is fucking horrible. Because I try I I've been doing my due diligence and trying to keep up with the the comments on YouTube unless I look at the episode itself I won't get it's- a notification. It's best to send it to send a message to the Facebook page, the messenger, or uh, message us directly through our TikTok account. Yes. Uh, But that's another thing about Facebook. I cannot share our stuff. So I'm out on sharing stuff on Facebook. Okay. Well, my main page. um, but you're able to post the episodes to the. I'm able to post the I'm, yeah, I'm able to post a link to the episode. Well, then I'll make sure that I get the notification turned on or turned on for us to make sure that they're still on, rather. And then yeah. once I see the notifications pop up, I'll just go in and share it. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, the same thing with Spotify, everybody. So it, it, we're 60 followers or 60 subscribers away from being monetized on Spotify. So by all means, please share the crap out of us i mean even if the people are gonna just do nothing but trash us and they want to they want comic relief we don't really care because there's not a review section on spotify Nonetheless, oh is there i think there is no no well yeah yeah we have to have like ten thousand reviews to actually like that's what uh that's what ross keeps on talking about on his show is the they want like ten thousand reviews so they can uh, get sponsored a little bit easier. Well, with that okay. all being said, moving on. My brain is fried because I started school this week. But anyway, um. Yeah, on to our next segment. As everybody who is watching on on Spotify or YouTube can see plainly, Colin has made his presence known here on the show. So without further ado, I bring to you my genetic code. I bring to you the ability to doubt yourself. Submitted for your approval or disapproval 
a man, a, a, a comedic moral enigma, a comedic morality enigma, rather. Here, for your judgment, for your pondering, for the questioning of your salvation, I bring to you joke time with Colin. Oh, shit! What happened? He's looking at his material. Oh. What do you call a lesbian with long nails? Single. Single? Uh, that's a good one. That, oh. Oh. <laughs> he's wrong. I mean, he's out of line, but he ain't wrong. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Strong opening salvo. Oh, yeah. Bar for effect. I'll copy over. <laughs> Ooh, what? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> Dad, I, take, I, I sent you. Like oh, fun. <laughs> we have a, we have a review on the play. Oh my god, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Okay. I think it's to the point where if you have to ask, it's probably going to be a no. I don't think that. You know what? I'm going to preface this next joke with the jokes that are presented by Colin during Colin's segment of Joke Time with Colin do not directly reflect our opinion here at Angry Me Production or Angry Me Production as a whole. With that being said, take it away, Colin. I gotta go back to the joke. <clears throat> what punch can kill 20 children and six adults? A sandy hook. Ow. Ow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that was... Ooh, that one was spicy. That was too soon. I have renewed my CDL for hell. So I am your bus driver, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't care where you sit. Just make sure you're behind the yellow line. <laughs> God. Yep. That was a good one. We're... That was well done. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think these but... yeah I, I, that just that he's one, got the tiny yeah. hands people just... Just leave just scratching right there because it's just you know it itches in so many different places <laughs> it just deflated us that that kind of took all the air out <laughs> I mean and it's not like we have hadn't had the show come to a screeching halt before but it's usually david's fault yes 
<laughs> not wrong. It's very true. Please You're tell me wrong. Wrong. something that's just more uh, morally redeeming to, to follow up <laughs> that follow that up with. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. Uh, I got one. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, no." I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll, I'll. Hopefully, this will redeem you. How do you know if the priest is hung at a church? That's all the altar boys. All the altar boys are in wheelchairs. <sighs> How did Helen Keller burn her face? How? She wow. answered the iron. <laughs> How did she burn the other side? <coughs> they called back. They called back. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, did you see that Helen Keller TikTok that I sent you? No, she sent it during school. And I'm and like the internet at Ryder is like so bad. Well, no, it's not that. It's what it is, is the area is not bad. You have multiple people. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to share them here. Self-service. I, I get it all the time when I, when I used to go to cons and everything, I would have terrible sales service because there was like probably about two to 300 people with on their cell phones. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, I bring to you Helen Keller singing Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's not playing. No, is it going to play? It it's, almost play? Bad. it's almost as bad as that uh, uh, transgender woman that won the uh, uh, singing contest in... Uh, <laughs> I wonder if you have multiple personalities they're going to have. That's it's so bad that me's in other universes are going to hell for shit that I'm doing. Okay, okay, yeah, that's I was much. a good person. Yeah, but he <laughs> see that asshole right over there. You go, thank him. <laughs> yeah, that version of me is why the Illuminati were formed. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the multiverse of debauchery. <laughs> and that is how you do a proper phase three movie. <laughs> oh, it's an entire multiverse of, of superheroes just aligned against you specifically. What did I, you know what you did? Right. <laughs> it's like, 
There's one me. of them was like Mother Teresa and Andrew right. and What happened here? Uh, no. No. <laughs> that guy. There's a version of me in some other multiverse that has led a wholesome life. And all of a sudden, he's got Odin's son, Thor's son. He's got he's got Captain America, Tony Stark's knocking on his door, going, We need you to come outside. <laughs> I'm standing there in a sweater cardigan and a pair of good slacks and a pair of loafers going. I was just playing Jingo with my family. <laughs> Your gospel music playing in the background. Right. Would you like to come in for Bible study? Huh, listen, we got something more important. <laughs> Ass whipping with your name on it. <laughs> wrong maybe not your name on it but it's still connected johnny skelton from earth 87875 <laughs> johnny skelton 616 you go talk to him <laughs> or no it's 626 right oh oh god Okay, so you want to hang out for the NASCAR section so we can do a little bit of nerd talk, Colin, or do you got to go? I can stay, but can I eat? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. I just All right. Need. So, um, Prosper, Texas's own Chris Busher won Saturday night at Daytona uh, for his third victory of the year. Uh, the playoff field is uh, has been set. Um, Where are you at playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Daytona was the regular season cutoff. Martin Truex Jr. for the second time since they've started recognizing regular season champions in 2017 has been named the regular season champion. So that gives him an additional 15 bonus points going into the playoffs. Now, the way that they're seated, if you can look, if you see on the screen here, uh, the top seed, let's go ahead and do that real quick. Standings. Okay, so for the current playoff standings, we're looking at William Byron uh, being uh, seated number one. He led the led the year with five victories. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. brings up the. He's actually second seated. He's he's in a virtual points tie with William Byron, but the tiebreaker goes to William Byron because he had more victories. Uh, Martin Truex Jr.'s uh, number two, Denny Hamlin's three, Chris Busher again with his third victory uh, driving the uh, RFK uh, racing Mustang, uh, Ford Mustang, uh, took it to victory lane on Saturday night in Daytona. That was his first career Daytona victory. Uh, Kyle Busch is in fifth, Kyle Larson sixth, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Brad Keselowski, Tyler Reddick, uh, Joey Logano, uh, the defending champion Joey Logano, and Ryan Blaney. Um, round out the top 12 uh, on the bubble. So this is the first four drivers that are eligible for elimination. Who is texting me? Hold on. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways. All right. So after the, th after the first three races of the playoffs, anybody below the cutoff line, which is the, uh, uh, the, the 12 or the, the 12 drivers above the line, they, they they can move on to the next round, but those four drivers 
uh, that are below the cutoff line, they would be eliminated, no longer eligible to compete for the for the championship. Those drivers in number uh, in the thirteenth position is going to be Michael McDowell, R- Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kevin Harvick in his last season before he retires. Um, as in Carlos Racing, Kevin Harvick came into the uh, in, came into the Winston Cup Series back in two thousand one. Uh, as a replacement for Dale Earnhardt or Dale Earnhardt Sr. after Dale Earnhardt passed away in the final turn of the last lap of the Daytona 500 that year, who's who's the favorite to win them? That uh, the, those four though. Uh, who's the favorite to 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 move up uh, from yeah. those from those four that are on the bubble? Yeah. Um, I at this point I would probably say Kevin Harvick. Really? Yeah, because the way that the playoffs work is that if you win, you automatically advance to the next round okay so um you know you're going to have your round of 16 your round of 12 your round of eight and then your championship four uh the championship four is going to be the final four drivers um that are eligible points wise uh according to the, the playoff format to race for the championship at phoenix uh so that may basically makes phoenix a win and you're the champion um now, if you perform better, you have a better day than the other three uh, other three contenders. Then, obviously, as long as you score enough points, uh, you know, stage points, finishing positions, stuff like that, um, you know, you you can you can win the championship without actually having to win the race. But the last three years, I believe, uh, for for the NASCAR playoffs since this recent uh, playoff format's been adopted, that uh, the winner of the the Phoenix race has gone on to you know, has, has claimed the championship. Um, but now with Daytona in our rearview mirror, the next race that is going to be coming up is going to be Darlington Raceway. It is going to be the Cookout Southern 500. So hopefully this is going to be a weekend where we start seeing a lot of the throwback paint schemes. Um, I, 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 I I re- I really enjoy seeing the creativity that some of these race teams put into those paint schemes. I mean, it's either um, like a personal nod or a nod to somebody in their you know in their in their past, uh, whether it's like a, a grandfather's dirt modified paint scheme or a paint scheme that they ran as a kid on a go kart. Uh, to to legends of the sport, uh, you you see uh, a lot of different takes. Obviously, you can't go out and run a one for one exact paint scheme copy from somebody else's uh you know, from somebody else in the past because you've, you've got sponsors to answer to and they want their name on the car. Um, but after that, it's going to be Kansas Speedway. It's going to be Bristol Motor Speedway for the Bass Pro Shops night race, which is a Saturday race. And then, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, angry faithful of all ages, David, Chris, are we Sunday, September 24th, the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 400 from Texas Motor Speedway, nestled in the heart of Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, is uh, Angry Me's Night at the Race. It is going to be epic. It's going to be great. Um, that is going to be, that is a, uh, that's around a 16 race, if I'm not mistaken. No, that is a, that is a round of 12 race. So that's going to be the first uh, first race of the round of 12. Mm-hmm. So by the time we get there to Texas Motor Speedway, there will be four drivers who have been eliminated from the 16 driver field. So the further along that you go into the playoffs, 
obviously winning is at more of a premium. Uh, they, they really want to emphasize that teams do what they need to do to win a particular race. Um, last year was kind of an anomaly. Uh, we had 19 different winners on the circuit. Um, and in the playoffs, the first three rounds, the races were won by non-chase contenders. So hmm. that was kind of cool. I mean, to see that kind of parody in the in the Cup Series was kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> the following week, gentlemen, I would love to take you all to Talladega Super Speedway. That would be amazing. Dude, I've been there once, and that was like going to church. That was a that was a great place to go because when you when you when you pull in on on Speedway Boulevard, there in Talladega, Alabama, and you you pass under the arch that says "This is Talladega," yeah. all you see of the track is the catch fence for turns three and four. Jeez, <laughs> it is a two and a half mile long track. Damn. It used to be an airfield. Hmm. Yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, these seats to sit are usually the trioval towers. Man, I'm telling you, yeah. that dude, that is such an amazing track to go to. Um that, you can that. see the cars going all the way around the track, right? <clears throat> but you can't hear them. Like, okay, well, so when they come out of turn four, there's a short straightaway before they hit the trioval at the front of the track. You yeah. can't hear them when they come out of turn four. But when they hit that little short straight before they hit that trioval, you start to hear the whistling of the air coming off of the front of the cars. And then when those cars hit that 18-degree banking coming through the front stretch and all the exhaust is pointed up, that's when the noise explodes. Yes. And when you hear, when you see wrecks happening at a super speedway, the sound of sheet metal ripping itself apart at those speeds is mind-blowing. We got one race I got to go to. It was Dale Jarrett's last victory. It was in the number 88 UPS car. Okay. Uh, Jamie McMurray, when he used to run the 28 Haviland Ford, um, he uh he got upended and spun on his nose down uh down the front straightaway or front stretch, right? Coming out of the short shoot. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say he was on his nose, the car was on its nose. It was spinning on its nose like this, Dude. right? Mm. As it was traveling down the track, and the centrifugal force on that car alone, you could hear the sheet metal ripping itself from the roll cage. Dude, mm. and he got out. He got out and walked away from that wreck. Dang. Yeah, and dude, I'm telling you that. Talladega was a religious experience. I mean, absolutely mind-boggling experience. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I know he doesn't listen to the show, but I, I do want to give my friend uh, Randy Holloway a shout out for including me on that weekend. We actually used it as a uh, as a men's retreat uh, weekend, and I got to go to the race for free. And I'll tell you how we. Uh, and this is my. This might be something that that we could look at, right? We got to be ushers at the race. Oh, so we actually the money that we made by working the race paid for our trip. Dude, really? I'm down. 
So I don't know. We might be able to take a look at something like that. Um, I don't know if that's something that they still do or if they hide, if they have a full-time crew now, but dude, yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, you can stand there and watch the race, but when, a, when a caution flag goes up, right, you have to turn your back to the track and you have to watch the crowd to make sure people don't throw shit onto the track. Yeah. You know, but, uh, dude, there was all kinds of things to see that weekend and it was, it was actually pretty cool. So, but I am absolutely hundred percent looking forward to race weekend. Um, I pre-ordered the uh, new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for the Xbox. More importantly, Starfield comes out next week or this weekend. This weekend. And sadly enough, I'm going to be in Lubbock. Why? Well, because my son is getting married that day. <clears throat> Postpone it. Yeah. You don't really <laughs> have to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that. God. <laughs> No, <laughs> you don't want to support your son, dude. Why? Why are you supporting family? God, it, it's got something to do with the whole idea that you know. While we are not, our purpose is not to be our kids' best friends. It's our purpose to raise them. He has been raised. He has grown. At this point, I want to score as many brownie points as possible by not telling him to postpone his wedding so he can play Starfield. Mostly because he doesn't have a Series X, but I digress. I don't want to tell him to postpone his wedding so I could play Starfield because when it comes time for me to, you know, when, hey, I, get gonna, to age, well, when I get to that age, when I get to that age where he has to decide whether or not he's going to put me in a home, I, I, I don't want to go into a home. You have two other kids. I understand that. Well, actually, but I, don't wanna, I, 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 just, I don't want to go into a home. I die. I want to die in my bed, in my house. I mean, you got to look at the drawing, really. So, me, I'm. I have to be nice to my kid because you know I only have one. So. I mean, my kids aren't nice to me, so why should I be nice to them? I mean, you have that, too. <laughs> I mean, I've been by no stretch of the imagination have I ever been father of the year, but I'm trying. So, you know, just kind of putting that out there. I mean, yeah. my kids have stayed out of jail, so, you know, I feel, I'll, I'll take I mean, that. That's, that's, that's positive. Yeah. I mean, my daughter's not on a pool, and, yeah. and my kids have not gone to jail. So I, I take that as I see that as an absolute win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, mine. Mine just has like Tourette's, and I think, and, and and the anxiety. But I think that's my fault. After the uh, not judging. Well, one of my bonus kids has got Tourette's, but you know. Well, I think I caused that. It doesn't like, have the verbal outbursts. I think. Well, what happened was, is I didn't judge how how low that ceiling fan was. And I'm one of those people that, you know, I'll prop kids on my shoulder and everything. After the third time I stopped doing that with my own child, it took me three tries. That's what's really bad. So, so what I'm hearing, David, is that much like this podcast, you do a lot of things by, you know, feel 
touch. Why? That's a way to put it, but yeah. <laughs> I have situational Tourette's. Does that count? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> have you seen have you seen the uh uh the paint paint scheme for armor uh armor core uh six? I'm not they, mean, they have armored for armored core six. No, 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 no. You can set you can set your uh your mech, you can you know paint it and use no. whatever uh artwork and everything. There's one that's like uh uh a tank style with two Gatling guns and a couple of uh, cannons on the side, and it's painted in an American uh, flag style. There's also there's also one that's uh, they made the me- uh, they made it look look like the Megazord. <laughs> mm. So yeah, mm. I think I sent I did I send you. You that, might the- know. I saw that video. Was, uh, somebody already created the uh, Millennium Falcon in uh, in Starfield. Yes, really? I seen that. Yes, yes. Well, it's not it's not indefinite that you can do it, but they it's, had from it, what the, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's not a fax exact facsimile, but it's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, I've been I just weren't sure if it was going to fly. I've been playing that. Okay. So, all right. So, you remember what my, the big house, my big house looked like on my Minecraft server, Chris? Yeah. I took all the walls down and I replaced them with glass. <laughs> like you can see through my house now. Nice. Um, that big, the you know where because my, my house is kind of like on that floating island. Yeah. And that big stone staircase. Yeah, yeah. Almost all of that in but you know, almost everything to the left of that staircase is now one big glass floor. That's awesome. And, and uh, you know, I, through my stumbling, bumbling, and rumbling through un, unexplored blocks or chunks rather, I, I found a I found a bunch of, of cherry blossom trees, right? The, from the new update. My house is in in the jungle biome. But my little section of the jungle is almost nothing but cherry blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> awesome that's another game that i can't wait to play is uh bowlers gate 3 dude i, I want that was play an that. amazing segue david that was an yeah. amazing segue. cherry blossoms to Baldur's gate yeah well there's i don't know if there are cherry blossoms in Baldur's gate not that there necessarily has to be apparently because you know well other developers four segways are still a segue the peep other developers of other companies are so mm-hmm. fucking pissed off because this is just you know hearsay. I don't know if they're officially pissed off, but the game is supposedly so interactive that other other companies are like, why would you make it so interactive and listen to your customers? Because during the alpha and a beta, they were actually listening to the customers. Hey, we would like this. We would like that. We would like this. Right. Yeah. And. Man, it, it is. It's one of those. From what someone was telling me, because they got it on PC already, is you would have one of your party members. You go into rest mode, and the party member would be gone. And 
And yes, Chris, I can see that from the intent look of scrutiny on your face, that is actually my dog with blue hair on his mohawk. The blue has since faded. Just the fact you're able to get... He now has a green mohawk. Just the fact that you are able to get a mohawk on him is... No, that's... His hair naturally does that. Oh, yeah. Uh, (coughs) No, he's talking about the dye scheme. How you got it. You're able to do it on a dog. He was actually easily stay still. Well, because he's a small dog, I just grab his head. <laughs> I mean, I am bigger than him, and I have an opposable thumb. So, some people do what now? But uh, anyways, I'm bigger than you. I'm higher up on the food chain. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But some of the some of the party members that are in your party when you're playing, they'll go off and do like the NPC NPC party. They'll actually leave the party, go do their own adventures. Sometimes they die and sometimes they don't. That's actually pretty interesting. Well, let's go ahead and land this plane. I'm going to do Colin's yeah, outro because I know that he needs to go, and uh, we're coming up on. We're actually we passed the hour and a half mark, so yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for participating, enduring, humoring, and even, dare I say, dumbing yourself down during this particular segment segment of Joke Time with Colin. But stand by, watch, tear up, well up inside of you the feelings of heartbroken sorrow, pride that you have not unalived yourself during this segment whether it be a joke about sandy hook (laughs) or catholic school boys catholic school boys or reminisce about the days when we used to just tell about how michael jackson doesn't play chess because he's dead (laughs) i give to you the ronin of comedy the master of immorality. I give to you my crown prince. The reason that I am driving that bus to hell. My genetic code that has been on display yet again this week for your eyes and your ears to feast upon. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this was joke time with Colin. Oh shit! We got to come up with a better outro sound, better intro. So yeah, I'm going to work on that and I'm going to send you what I find. You can put it on your board too. I, yeah. You know what? I can, I can, I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll send you what I find. So that way you can, that way, you know, okay. all right. So I'd give your brother a hug for me. I love you guys. And I will see you on Thursday. All right. Love you. Love you too, bud. Later. Later. Okay. That's uh, as good of a time as any, everybody, to uh, land this plane. Yes, sir. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Watching. Wessing. Don't. Don't. I've already fucked up already. All this. I don't need any more. Anyways, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Also, check us out on our new Amazon Music account. Uh, 
all the episodes are there. Like I said, you can check us out on there if you uh, don't really have anything else. But I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And I am Chris Jacka. And this is Nerd Sports 123. <laughs> <laughs>